0: Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot
1: My next guest restaurant is the premier comfort food comfort food destination in New York City. As you will see from her Instagram page, at Melba Harlem, celebrities like Nas, Nick Cannon, woo, her cousins, CNN's April Ryan, D.L. Hughley, and many more, all enjoy her American comfort food. I want to know what that is, you know, American comfort. She is always seen on the Food Network, whether she is a judge on Beat Bobby Flay, cooking with the amazing host on The Kitchen, or trying to pick the winner in the finale of The Worst Cooks in America. That's one of my favorite shows. Those people really can't cook. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my girl, Melba Wilson. Rashad, how are you? Hey, Melba. uh, Now, you know, I had to put all those credits in there because some of them were just so worth talking about now. Now, because Bobby Flay, that's my boy. Then you got the kitchen, which you got to come on there <laughs> with little, little nice, little quick recipes. You got to put out real fast, so so people can capture at home. And it's kind of like competing; everybody taste and sample your stuff on the spot. So you know, you know, you got to have you act together. And then,
0: but my favorite show, Worst Cooks in America. <laughs> Well, they truly are the worst cooks when they start out. However, you know, they get in there with Amborell and they throw down. They they really learn how to cook. And uh I've been really inspired and surprisingly uh happy with some of the results that have come out of that show.
1: Well, I'm gonna tell you something. The ones that they cut early, they just can't cook. They they they
0: they well, I, they, they, they somewhere destroying uh, people's lives right now. <laughs> You know what? I've been blessed because I've only done the finale <laughs> on Worst Cooks and Worst Bakers, so I consider myself blessed. You're blessed. To go through some of those early rounds, I, I don't know if your girl can do that. No, it's no, no, no.
1: Because they're so bad, you almost you almost think they just you know, oh, uh, they just want to be on TV, especially on the celebrity side. You know, you think they just want yeah. you know, it's like Dancing with the Stars. You know, that's the celebrity mm-hmm. side. Then you have the regular everyday people. But you know, if you're a cook or a person, you really know they don't. That ain't what. That's not what they do. You, know, when it,
0: you really do know. You, and, you know, cooking is a labor of love, and it's something that not everyone can do, but it's something that everyone can enjoy, especially when you get that finished product at the end on your plate. So, um, And ultimately, that's why I'm in business, because not everyone can and not everyone wants to. So, Well, well let's talk about
1: that. Okay, we, we, we your intro starts you at, you know, Restaurant opening, and we're going to talk about your new restaurant that's opening, and I want to put that banner on my social media and my fan club, let them know, because I go to New York a lot, and so you're definitely going to see my mug because I am truly a foodie. Now, your intro talked about comfort food, American comfort food. What exactly is that?
0: Well, to me, American comfort food is food that evokes warm and wonderful memories. It's food that transports you back Great times in mm-hmm. your
1: life. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, in the studio, everybody in <laughs> the studio, they perked up their ears now. We got,
0: come on now, come on, you Melville. Know, Don't be messing with us like food. that now. You my better. Mm-hmm. John can be that cheesy, gooey, delicious macaroni and cheese that your aunt Martha used to throw that <laughs> out it in the kitchen, or it can be that potato salad that Uncle John used to make. Ooh. So it's just food that transforms okay, you and it stop, takes stop, you back. Stop, milk, milk, and I think milk, that these, milk. on these days and times, we all need to be comforted and taken back to those times.
1: Y'all do potato salad at your restaurant.
0: No, I don't do potato
1: salad. I do tater salad. Ooh. There's a big difference now. You don't put no "o" in front of that. We, <laughs> we call it tater salad. Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> that is a whole... I'm going to tell you something. I, I, you want to make me mad? Put some bad potato salad. They got it on their menu. Because that's the first thing I... Because I'm always searching for food. I'm searching for right. good potato salad. Tater salad. But see, I'm trusting in that because she said tater salad. Cause that's right. My that, family's from
0: South Carolina, so...
1: Oh. Uh, that explains oh. it all, right? Oh my god. So so this is good comfort
0: food. Now, now so
1: so what do you what where exactly are you, is the restaurant located? The name of the restaurant, where's it located, and what are the hours?
0: So the the restaurant is called Melba's, easy for me to remember, mm-hmm. and um, it's on the southwest corner of 114th Street in Harlem. So it's 300 West 114th Street, New York 100 two five, mm-hmm. our Instagram is Melbuzz with an S Harlem, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm born bread and butter in Harlem, and that's why it was really important for me to open up in a community that I love so much.
1: But a uh, community that, that has changed a lot. Oh well, And I get a, a, into for that for, one for racial? Yeah, back I remember because I, I, I moved. When I moved to you know I've been in New York several times. I moved to New York when I first started doing comedy in uh, '88. And, okay. uh, you know, they, you couldn't even catch a cab north. You know, you, they <laughs> wouldn't even, they wouldn't take you north, let alone right. past Harlem. You weren't, you weren't going there. That's, that's why they had the gypsy cabs. And what really that's changed right. the game for Harlem and, and traffic with Uber. Uber was picking you up everywhere. And so yeah. that really, really changed the game as far as transportation up there because you you put in your Uber in and they come get you, pick you up on the corner they and sure. you go back. That really changed the whole cab service for 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 everybody in the city of New York, and so, but New York, what I loved about Harlem was that they have always had these unique restaurants where you go in and you get good original food. And I call it the food that you have original food because of the fact yes. that it does take you back. Because so many times you can't get good vegetables, a good cornbread, a good good good, you know, just good food. So let's go through your yep. menu and you putting that together in the menu because now you got me hungry. And uh, I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to get back up to New York. And, and uh, here's the deal about me, Mel. When I come to oh, your sure. restaurant, I don't want no. I don't. I don't. I pay. So I'm, I'm one of these guys that go, oh, Rishon's here. No, 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 no. You come over there with and then ask me to, to give me a little. Oh, I got that. No, I'm going to really be mad at you because you're an entrepreneur. Okay. And so, so I always go in. So tell me about. And I
0: appreciate that too, by oh, the way. I, Thank
1: you so much. I, I'm telling you, something, that, that that's the only way I work. You know, I uh, Steve Harvey and I when we was
0: travel, I, we 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 hey, I got that. I got that. We, yeah. Because yeah. of course, you know, because that's at the end of the day when the Con Ed man comes or when the or when the uh when the phone company comes, you know, I can't tell them I got that. No. Yeah. You know? No, no. I need I need to write that check. So I truly do appreciate that. And when you talk about supporting small businesses, especially businesses of color, the way that we can make sure that we stay in business is through economic development, which means making sure that our dollars circulate within our community at least eight times. And that happens when people like you come into these communities and pay Absolutely. for our services and Absolutely. our goods. So I truly and tip. support hearing that from you. Thank you. Now here's the deal because
1: like so so you know, Aunt Sylvia, so see if you if mm-hmm. you if you if you've you been in New York you know about Sylvia's, okay? In yeah, fact, yeah. I remember when uh, I had Steve Harvey do the cover story for uh, USA Today, the life section. I made sure that yeah. interview was done at Sylvia's. See, I understand uh-huh. how you got to do stuff. You got to, you know, you don't always have to eat, but just seeing the name in life, life section, Steve Harvey, the reporter was talking about the atmosphere and talking about the food and everything. I knew it was important that we had to give back and use our brand to to distribute information about certain locations. So I know about Sylvia. Now, Sylvia is when you go in there and get the the heavy plate. Now, if you if you oh, were, yeah. if you go you up in the Sylvia, we're going to get back to Melbourne in a minute, but she started at Sylvia, so she knows you what I'm sure talking did. about.
0: I, I sure did. You, you, I started right there as a cashier. And um, so when you talk about starting from the bottom, now we're here, um, and not ashamed of it, mm-hmm. very, very proud of my beginnings and my roots. So my Aunt Sylvia literally laid the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know, it was herself. It was Ophelia DeVore, who at 11 years old, um, I, you know, I started working for her in her beauty bar, answering the phone, selling cosmetics, uh, because my cousin worked there during the week. And and my cousin would go in on Saturdays, and I would go with her because I, I wanted to get out of the house. Right. So learning how to sell um, and just being inspired by amazing women— who defied the odds, who did not accept the word no, and uh, knew that no just meant they had to find another way to make it happen. They had to go over it, through it, or around it, but they had to make it happen. On the phone! uh, They were truly the backbones for me and my success.
1: Cool. On the phone, she's the premier comfort food destination in New York City, my girl Melba Wilson. Uh, my more deal, you been in there, Nas, April Ryan, Nick Cannon, Rashawn McDonald, all of us go. That's where we go to eat and get our comfort food. So I'm plugging myself. I'm, I'm plugging. I'm already in the building. We'll be right back to hear about her new restaurant. Also, her being the president of the Hospitality Alliance, the first female ever, doing some things. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation on the phone. Is, uh from straight out of New York City. She's seen the worst cooks. She's worked with the best cooks. She's been on this. She, she is who she is, man. From the kitchen to Sylvia's, from being a cashier to her own restaurant called Mailboot's with an S. She's opening a new restaurant. Tell us about that new restaurant before we get into anything else because you're excited about it. Why did you feel a need to open another restaurant?
0: Uh, Rashawn, I'm super-duper excited about it. Um, one of the things about opening up a business in a community that you're born in – raised in and that I still live in is I have a unique opportunity to lead by example, to show people within the Harlem community that we can open up our own businesses in our own community and succeed as well as provide employment opportunities. That's a big deal for me Mm -hmm. um, to know that I'm providing a job and opportunity for people in, in the Harlem industry to feed their families that's a huge deal for me, um, as well as leading by example. Um, because for me, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Well,
1: that's true and not true at the same time, because of the fact that, like you said, you started as a cashier. So you got to, yes. you got to see the basics. And then a lot of people stop there, you know, because, you know, to get beyond that cashier's work. And also you have to develop a sense of, of, of culinary skills to be able to go, yes. and also understand how to run a business. And so that's called effort, and you have to be consistent at it. So you went from from like I said, when I used to go to uh, Sylvia's, you know, they had a, a a singer open mic night type thing. They didn't have the gospel broad. So remember, these are different things that were instituted. Where were you up when all this started happening? Were You still at the Sylvia's at the time when these were being instituted? Talk to us about because it was more it was an experience
0: when you went to Sylvia's. Well, I actually so. Funny story, Sunday was my short day of the week, and Sunday was my big money day. Um, back then, Sunday was my $60 a day. <laughs> That's what I made, $60 on Sundays. And the rest of the week, I would make $40 a day. And um, so Sunday was my big money day. I didn't work as many hours, and I made um, you know good money at the time. However, if we were slow, I would get cut. So I used to host um, entertainment events at different venues in the city. And so I said, why don't I start a gospel brunch at Sylvia's? And I got the band to perform for free, um, agreed with my aunt that that she would feed them, give them a meal. And it was a huge hit. And that's how I started the gospel brunch over at Sylvia's. And then I started an open mic night at Sylvia's also, which was phenomenal. It was one of the top open mics in the city. And um, that was on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. And we would have everybody that was anybody would come by and our host at the time was Shelby J, who later on, as we all know, went to sing with the one and only Prince. So we've had some great people. Jay-Z would come by, Charles Oakley. I mean, we would have everybody that was any anybody would come through there and sing with us. Well,
1: you know, that's just smart. Now, did, how did you come up with these marketing ideas? We just got a curiosity, trusted your instincts, because people are afraid to change. All I do is serve food here. Nobody wants will hear the, no, no jokes and nobody's singing or, uh no gospel they go to church for that because you all know that if on a Sunday this is this is true across America on Sunday if it, there's a restaurant out there that serves good food once church let out if you're not in that restaurant you are in a long line.
0: Well, well, it was, it was a great marketing um, idea on my part. You know, I'm from Harlem. I've always been a hustler in a good way. You know, uh, that's what being from Harlem has taught me. It's taught me how to hustle in a positive way, how uh, to let the things that people see as adversities work in my favor. So I tell people all the time, being black and a female and born and raised in Harlem is the best thing that could have happened to me. I don't look at it as a detriment. I look at it as a stepping stone because it's allowed me to, to get into doors and to, you know, use my brainiacs. And, and when people would say, Oh, I'm not going to do this because I'm female and because I'm black, I'm like, and that's exactly the reason I will do this and I will succeed. Um, so it's just, it's looking at supply and demand for me. It was okay. The church is let out yes. by one o'clock. <laughs> What's the band? What are the bands doing? Everybody's coming to eat at Mm -hmm. these establishments. Mm -hmm. Let's carry that music on. Let's offer the band, you know, fair wages, fair pay, and a meal. And, um, you know, they get to play for another three hours. And people come, and they want to hear those. So let's say you didn't get a chance to go to church. You can come into Sylvia's and hear that gospel brunch, um, you know, from one to three. And And that was my idea. That was my concept. And later on, went on to take it to Windows on the World downtown, and it's something that I also did at Lola's, uh, which was on twenty first, twentieth uh, Street at the time downtown. So, it, it, it was a huge success and um, something that I thoroughly enjoyed.
1: Okay, cool. Let's talk about this. We we kind of talked a little bit about the menu a little bit because I'm going through. You know, I, I kind of I'm I'm a I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a, a multitasker. So I'm looking up some articles <laughs> here. You know, finger licking ribs and you know yeah. Melbourne's barbecue sauce and Melbourne's okay. tres meaning three, mac and cheese, savory, sweet and savory coleslaw, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. hush puppies, mm, mm, Uncle Herman's uh, her sour puppy. cream pound cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in the kitchen and start cooking right now for your side, I'm taster, I'm it, I'm you. It, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna I'm I'm just tell you right now. Hush puppies, love them to death. I, I hush Thank puppies. I'm just a nut for hush puppies.
0: Coleslaw.
1: Thank you. Oh my goodness. Yeah coleslaw and then uh,
0: do you do cornbread there because
1: i might get on the plane today do
0: you do cornbread? so that's my achilles heel i only do cornbread by request um my kitchen is small we seat over a hundred and so cornbread is not something i do every day um it's important for me to keep my prices at a certain level and for me it don't to... matter i'm paying for it I'm, I'm I'm putting this, I'm putting this request in for cornbread. I'm not gonna pay for cornbread. They're gonna tell me, Melba, that cornbread is supposed to be free, <laughs> and they're gonna eat a lot of it, and then they're gonna get full. and um, And my cornbread's gotta be hot. You know, it's gotta absolutely. be piping hot. Absolutely. So I'm anal like that. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, don't I normally I, serve I, cornbread, but if you're coming out, I promise you, I'll get in that kitchen. And make some corny cornbread just for you.
1: We gon we going we're gonna we're gonna plan this out because I everybody knows me. I, I just went up to my boy and saw him in Seattle. June baby uh-huh. restaurant up there. Went up there. Yeah. So I when I say I'm gonna do something, I go and do it now. Because he, okay. he has his chitly. We gotta get you there meeting. on a Tuesday night so you yes, can
0: experience
1: the live music. Okay, cool. This this, this, this this is all good. This is a really, really good conversation. Okay, so so when you talk about uh, you, know, you you said a small kitchen, you said about you said seat's about a hundred people. One hundred and nine. Yeah. Okay. The new restaurant. What? What? What's the capacity going to be on that?
0: I'm so excited. The new restaurant is is a spot that seats seventy, and it's seafood. Mm. It's all seafood. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, and, you know, instead of going to City Island, you can you can stay in our neighborhood and come to Melvis. Cool. So it, super, me. It's three minutes away from the original space, and. Um, it's paying homage to the black fishermen because when we came to this country as slaves, a lot of us came from the coast and we had fishermen skills. And so we learned how to fish. And so it's, it's paying tribute to women. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a team of amazing women that are, that are um, partners with me in this venture. Uh, We have our fishmonger is a female who we're super excited about. Our, our som we have a female som that's doing the whole wine list, mm-hmm. who's from ha- Harlem that was just written up in Food & Wine magazine. Chai McCoy, uh, our executive chef, um, Chef Mimi, who is phenomenal, who lives in Harlem, has a huge seafood background. And then there's me. So it's women coming together to celebrate food, and we're super-duper excited about it. It'll be open uh, the first week in February. And voila, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, cool. So you're timing
1: my visit. You're timing my visit to New York. First, (laughs) I got that means I can do two restaurant stops. That's right. Okay, cool. Now, this is a natural transition because I wanna talk about you becoming the first African American female to be the president of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. First, tell everybody what the New York City Hospitality Alliance is not the Harlem, but the New York City Hospitality Alliance. And why it was important that you become a.
0: Well, I'm, I've been a member of the New York City Hospitality Alliance since its inception. And what it is, is it's over 3,000 restaurants, um, all based in, in, in the five boroughs of New York City. It's everyone from Tao to Lavo to Nobu to Tribeca Grill mm-hmm. to Sylvia's to BLT Steak. So it is the most premier restaurant here in the city. And we lobby on behalf of the needs. Of of not just a restaurant, but the nightlife venues, you know, from from DL to um, oh god, oh god, I can't even to Marquee, uh, you know, to the Gold Bar, some of the biggest and best places in the city, and we lobby on behalf of um, of our of our venues, you know, um, the city sometimes under Mayor De Blasio can be very difficult to to business owners. Um, in terms of fees, commercial property taxes, et cetera. So we lobby on behalf of, um, of New York-owned restaurants and nightclubs. And this is the first time not only that they've had a female as the president, but a person of color mm-hmm. in general as a president. So I'm super-duper excited and um, just coming upon my year one tenure as the president of the New York City Hospitality Alliance.
1: Well, I want to say congratulations to you first of all, and secondly, for coming on my show. You'll be seeing me. I know Super Bowl is February 2nd, so the week of February 9th, I'll be in New York City to visit both of your restaurants. One of the restaurants, I'm going to specially order that cornbread. I'm going to put that out there. And then I'm going to go give me some good seafood at the other restaurant. But again, continue your success. Um, Again, you're special because you want it and you earned it. And um, I'm going to support you not only by a visit, but any social media post that you want to have, please let me know, and I'll definitely post the social media when your restaurant, your too few restaurants, opens in New York City, first week of, our, of
0: February, okay? Rashawn, I graciously thank you now for we your talk continued soon. support to supporting talk soon, so many other
1: entrepreneurs. Not only we'll talk soon, but we'll see each other soon, okay?
0: Amen. God bless. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Mm-hmm.